an inner view with the Rian Gallagher. Beautiful. Oh, praise the Lord. Bonjour, hello, ça va? Ça va bien aussi et toi? Oui, 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 I'm good, I'm good. Um, I'm currently, um, currently looking after a mate's boat. I'll tell you what, man, this boat in life, it is very, oh, just lovely. It's really peaceful. Just buy some trees. Just had a lovely walk today on the canal path. All the people are friendly. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful little existence. Um, and I'm very thankful I've been allowed, you know, to uh, to look after it for him, for them. Um, I hope you're well. I hope you are good. Um, I hope you're doing uh, lovely, beautiful things. Now, I think I think a mate of mine the other day. Uh, said it felt like we're being released and it has got that feel to it it feels I've been on the reins now for like a year you know stop starting us and of course that we could go back to more stop but for the time being this feels feels great it feels like things are just you know starting to blossom uh, I suppose in line with spring though this country and weather doesn't really it's not very adherent to where we should be um. Oh, this episode is. Tw- I think it's twenty-two. I think it's twenty-two. Could be, maybe not. Not sure. Um, it's one of them anyway. It's another episode. Um, and this week we are chatting to um a guy called Jasim, um, who again I uh, went to school with. Uh, I'm very fortunate to know all these amazing people uh, from 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 school. It was a very unique little. Little thing we had going on, um, but yeah, Jasim. Um, I think I think he said in the podcast it was nineteen. Um, he, he suddenly just flared up with psoriasis, um, and it's had a big impact on his life. It's had a massive impact on his existence, on what he's able to do. As as you'll hear in the in the kind of podcast, it's had an, it's had an impact on his his relationships, you know, um, and it's it's changed his life, um, and he quite he quite amazingly uh, ended it with something which I'm not going to spoil because uh, it, it took me by surprise at the time, and as I've just watched it back, uh, it hit me again because it was like wow, okay, when you when you frame it in that way, it's like wow, I mean. Yeah, he's he's really um I suppose I suppose the kind of word the the, the kind of thing I that I want to come across you know, like get across is that he's he's just taken it in stride. I mean, you know, there's there's been no doubt there's been dark times that you know, I I you know, again I you know, I, I can only empathise with those dark times that he must have gone through. But chatting to him then this was recorded, I think it was last this time last year, maybe or a bit um a bit after that. Um but yeah, chatting to him then and where he was in life. I mean, I don't know. He just he just seemed to have a really good grasp of it, um, and the relationship that stress has um, to to his psoriasis flowing up and the emotions. And it's uh, yeah, it's a it's a fascinating chat. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil any more. Um, but I've you know I've, I've just watched it you know to, to re-edit it or to edit it. So I'm just in that notion of like, oh my god, that was bloody amazing. Uh, so I'm gonna stop doing that. Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to also come across, you know, his 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 openness and his honesty, and his willingness to 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 share a story. Um, I, I'm eternally thankful for, um, and yeah, an inspiration. Truly, if you're hearing this, uh, a, a real inspiration. Um, yeah, uh, thank you, thank you again, my friend. Um, 
Um, I also wanted to mention um, there was uh, there's a podcast. Obviously, you're listening to this podcast, so you know you're you're, you're doing great things. Um, but there's a, a dude I've been listening to. So he's called Tom Bellew. Have I got his? Do I know how? Oh goodness, that thing knocked everything over. Do you want to know how it's spelled? Hold on, Tom. Tom Bellew. Let me just. Okay, so it's Tom Bellew, and Bellew is spelt B-I-L-Y-E-U. It's called Impact Theory. Um, I think it's on all platforms. It's definitely on Spotify. Um, and I I think I've tuned into like four of his podcasts, and I've just been literally blown away each time. Um, I suppose naturally, because I'm doing this counselling course, I'm naturally drawn to the the human relationships and the emotions and the 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 kind of humanness but of the ones i've i've tuned into um i tuned to one with this french lady um she did it on relationships that was just i, I just feel like everyone should listen to it it was unbelievable so much stuff in there to do with relationships and how to maintain and what are the causes of breakdowns of relationships how to notice it um and then there was a lady who was on um, Instagram. She's called The Holistic Psychologist. And she's got a book out called How to Do the Work. And again, um, just really... It's not it's not complex stuff. It's very, very simple stuff. But it's just stuff that I think... Well, personally, I just, I just you know, I, I try to do it. But then, you know, you hear that and you think, right, I'm going to give that a go. So very influential, um, very amazing uh, podcast. I can highly recommend it. Um... And this has been a long ramble, so I'm gonna I'm gonna silence myself. I'm gonna say that the song coming in now is by Lord Echo and Mara TK, and it's called "Just Do You." I feel like it's a very fitting uh, song for what you're about to listen to because Justin is just doing him, and he's doing it the best way he can. And yeah, inspiration is an understatement uh thanks for tuning in and uh yeah speak to you chat to you soon bye I did. I did one podcast where I, where I didn't do the. I have to do a thing where it's registering through that. If not, then it doesn't uh, actually register. So yeah, I got this like really odd, weird yeah, footsteps yeah, yeah. in the air. This is dreadful.
but we're good. Okay, that's good. Jasim, thank you very much, mate. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. No, thank you for agreeing to have a chat. Thank you for having me on. I'm honoured. Yeah, wicked, man. It's good to have a little, a little kind of old, old friend collab, a little yeah. hamster school collab. It's been a long time. What since year seven? I think it's year seven. Yeah, year right. Seven. How old were you? Is it year seven. I'd say eleven, twelve. Was it? Or something? Damn. Eleven, twelve years old. Mm. That's crazy. Grew up same school. Yeah. Same years. Yeah. Rugby team. Yeah, rugby team. Good times. They were good days, huh? Good times. We did get battered quite a lot. We got battered. We got. We yeah. got. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. did. But, but when we, you when you when you consider what we had to train with and what we yeah what we the had facilities to, weren't that great but you know do you know who I miss Mr Ballard Ballard is a dude wasn't he he was white boys it doesn't matter how cold it was white boys ready to go boys and it was like minus three outside still in the shorts always in shorts yeah, yeah. I think I might have uh, taken a bit of that on really I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good look <laughs> most importantly actually. This you like the tash, yeah. I'm liking the tash. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's it was, it was, it was a, it was a kind of November thing that kind of just yeah. stuck. Yeah, it's, a, it's a strong look. I oh, like you. it. It suits you a lot. Thank you very much. You spend ages like in the in the mirror trying yeah. to get it, but I'd now I just wake up. If it's a bit wonky, then so bit. Yeah, it's character. Exactly, it's character. That's right. Yeah, 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 man. I have to wash every now and then, otherwise it doesn't smell. <laughs> but. Get a bit of food in there. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. For later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Um, so, yeah, since Hampstead, yep. what have you been up to? What have you been doing since Hampstead? Oh, wow. That's a lot. There's, mm. there's, there's been a lot that's happened. Okay. Um, a lot. So the problem is, because I didn't go to uni, mm-hmm. I had a lot of time of doing a lot of random things that got me into a lot of random places. So yeah, I've done a lot. A lot of stuff. Yeah. A um, lot of different jobs. A mm. lot of different jobs. Did a bit of traveling. Um, Where did you go traveling? Uh, Thailand, around Europe. Stuff like that. Which is good. Mm. I miss Thailand. Yeah. That was amazing. What's your favorite part? The communities and the hostels. Mm. Obviously, the land and the cliche stuff, you know, like all that stuff. But actually, I think that the most rewarding thing is the relationships that I built up. In fact, actually, what's crazy saying that just now I got a message while I was in the toilet from a guy that I met in Thailand saying, I miss you, bro. Oh, wow. And I was like, wow. That's really yeah. sweet. Yeah, it's really cool, man. It's like, I think that's what I love about back, not holidays, backpacking is the, the, the different connections that you make with people and how you can build such a strong bond in such a short amount of time where they almost feel like family. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm still, I'm, st- I'm, I'm still in touch with a, a dude who, yeah, we went to Thailand with and spent like a good like month or two months with like, yeah. an Icelandic dude. I'm still Amazing. In touch with yeah, yeah. And it, it almost has that family vibe to it. Mm. It's just like, we're in this together. And usually when you, when you go like backpacking and things like that, and you're meeting other random travelers, you usually gravitate to people who are like-minded and things like that because everyone's all free and going off doing their own thing. Especially if you, if you have no plans, yeah, you end up having like a group that just starts building bigger and bigger and bigger. And people do come in, they're like, oh, this group's not for me. And then they'll go away. And then someone else comes be like, this place, these guys are amazing. And it's just, yeah, yeah. it's, uh, it's weird. My last trip to Thailand, um, did a solo trip. And it was weird. I ended up being in a situation where we're hanging out with these uh, two Canadian dudes. They were young. They were like 20, 21. They were so much fun, though. They were just so much energy. It was crazy. Um, Jamie from Northern Ireland, and she, uh, she was the same age as me. And then we had Doug, who he was 34 or 5 or something, and he was traveling by himself as well. It's quite, and, a, it's quite a brave age to be doing that kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 we had a um, we had a weird thing where, like, we were always shouting at local Rob and Robbie, the the two young Canadians, because they were always doing some stupidness. Like, behave yourself, stop it. And they kept calling me dad and Jamie mum. So then I started calling Jamie wife, and she started calling me husband. And I used to call them son. They used to call me dad. And then Doug was grandpa because he was the oldest one. So. Um, that's beautiful. Yeah, it was cool, man. Like we, we, it, it confused the hell out of a lot of people. Like, <laughs> you know, I was backpacking by myself. I was it's single. Weird then. dysfunctional family. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it was weird. I was, I was like single then, and I was talking to this girl in a hostel in uh, Koh Lanta, and um, 
That's beautiful, Kalant. Yeah, Kalant is gorgeous. Mm. And uh, yeah, I was sitting there and I was like, wife, can you get me a beer, please? And then she got up and said, all right, darling, here you go. Gave, gave me a beer. And then she's like, oh, wait a second. I thought we were like talking. Is that your, I don't, what's happening here? And I was like, no, 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 no. It's not like that. She's like, she's my wife, but she's not my wife. And then out of nowhere, Rob comes up. He's like, dad, 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 can we get, she's like, this is really weird. This situation that you guys got in on. I was like, from the outside, it's weird, but between us, it's perfectly normal. This is normal. Yeah. This is normality. Yeah. But you went Kalanta. Yeah, went Kalanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you go into the, um, you know, the Four Island Tour and on, on, the, on the boat? And then there's that weird, crazy like island and you swim into a pitch black cave. And then in the middle of the cave, it suddenly opens up into this random beach in the middle of this giant island. No, but that sounds insane. It's insane. Problem is, I can't swim. Right. So, luckily, there was these uh, two other people that we became friends with, um, Hannah and Sophia from California. And they were both lifeguards. So, I put Hannah. on a life... Yeah, exactly. So, I put on a life jacket and I basically just laid there. One of them was grabbing each one of my uh, shoulder straps and just took me through. I felt like a king. It was great. And then, yeah, you go into <laughs> there. It, it, it's amazing. It's, it's like a movie. So, you, you have to... You have the, the tour guide at the front who's just got a little head torch and then everyone's like holding each other swimming through and it's pitch black wow. in this cave and it's it's a pretty far swim it's like i would say a 50 meter swim 50 to 100 meters so maybe even no it was more than that it was a while and so you're swimming into this cave and then yeah just out of nowhere it opens up and this is a gorgeous like little miniature beach wow and and that's that's, just, that's from kalanta is it yeah kalanta and then okay. just solid um just solid like mountain around it almost and then just open a small opening at the top that's shining down light into it wow. and uh yeah it was uh it's an it experience i'll forget yeah it was it was insane but it kind of got ruined by the tons of tourists that were in there ah. so we waited for a little while for them to go away so we could appreciate the beach mm. a little bit more that is i think i think i think from what i've kind of heard about thailand that is it's, it's getting progressively worse yeah well you have to think that a lot of these islands were completely uninhabited until you know travelers went they were like oh my god this place is beautiful and then they started building up just for thailand look at look at um look at let's say Yang, for example mm. it's basically built up for full moon party and stuff like that where it's just parties and parties apparently apparently kpp has got mcdonald's on there no mcdonald's and Ko-Pee-Pee. since when that I'm must be sure. recent quite recent because yeah, yeah. i went Pee what two and a bit years ago mcdonald's no. I find it very sad when I went there, there was a lot more Western restaurants opened up and they were packed. Right. And a lot of the bars I used to go to out there had now shut down and turned into like Irish pubs. Ah. And I'm like, why would you go all the way to Asia or to just Thailand? To then get the same home comforts that you have here, it's just, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, but you can be in Thailand on a beach, right? And you can get a pint of Guinness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, <laughs> basically, and it's uh, heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm there for that Chang or that. Um, Never mind your pad thai and your Chang. Yeah, right? you can get a pint of Guinness in a burger. Yeah, exactly. Sorted, <laughs> sorted. Where is it in Thailand? There's there's a place in Thailand that we were going to. I think it is in the islands, where the singer beers and the um the the what was the one with the elephant called the chang okay. they um they're not regulated oh yeah 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 the alcohol's not regulated so it's like a chang over you, isn't it yeah that's so you can thing. so you can randomly have one that's like eight mm. percent yeah so it's like drinking a case cider yeah and you just, do you remember case ciders i do oh it's dirty it's quite like them. <laughs> yeah no, 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 do you know what the thing is when like when we were younger like hamster days yeah you wanted to get pissed Four pound, four cans, that's it. You're yeah. gone. Four cans is a lot of case cider. Mm. Three cans, two cans, you're good. Three cans, you're drunk. Four cans, you're doing well. Like you're, you're doing well. That's four. Don't, quid. don't even touch the fifth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifth, fifth is a mistake. Um, uh, which I used to think about actually recently on how much we made money last when we were younger. A long way, no. A long way. A really long way. We're going out, going to the park, all of us. And as you get older, things just... I think, I feel like, out. I feel like, I feel like we almost taught ourselves 
uh, money management because school yeah. didn't do it. No, I, it didn't. I, I, like, I, I feel like we almost made ourselves learn. Yeah, how to yeah. like I got, I did get EMA, smart. and that mm. thirty pound a week, I that made that last. The free buses helped a lot, but that lasted. We were going out all the time. It was it, it was dreadful when they when they um when when they because they've stopped it. Haven't they? I think they've have they stopped, stopped it. I, th- I think I heard recently. Oh recently, damn! Yeah. yeah, that's the only thing that took me in school. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not not only is, is it, it an incentive; it's also um, you know for people who genuinely yeah. can't afford books or can't yeah, afford yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It's, it's, it's a it's a huge draw for people to get to hundred percent. So, I can hear the drilling downstairs. Can you hear it in the headphones? I don't know. Can't tell. Mm. We can carry on. We'll carry on. We'll carry on, and yeah. just hopefully the. Yeah, the microphone yep. just keeps that. And if not, we'll stop fucking. Ba- we'll stop banging ourselves. Bang it down, exactly. <laughs> like, Shut the fuck up. Um, um, when you when you were in Thailand, yep. Did was your psoriasis flaring then? Was this was this, was it time when it started, or when 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 did your your kind of relationship with psoriasis start? When I was nineteen. And how old were you in Thailand? I went two years ago, so. 27. 27. Okay, so it's like yeah. a long time ago before. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, where did, where did, where did, when did it first flare up? What was the first example of it? Uh, did you ever meet a guy called George Welsh at parties? Uh, was he friends with Andy? And yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was at George's house and uh, we're having a couple of drinks, itched the back of my ear and there was like a load of skin that just came out and I was like, what the fuck? What is that? And he looked at it he was like, oh no, it's just dry skin. It's fine. So then they went on, then it started spreading up my ear. And I was like, oh, this, this is weird. And then it started spreading even more, went to the GP. GP was like, no, 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 it's just, just eczema. It's fine. It's nothing. Skin rash. Here's a little hydrocortisone cream. You should be good. Or some E45. Carried on spreading, carried on spreading. And then... Um, so, so, so literally from out of nowhere? It just... Out of nowhere, yeah. One day? Um, no, not out of nowhere. I was going through a pretty... Uh, traumatic time with my family and my dad uh especially with our relationship back then it was pretty pretty bad still is kind of bad but like then it was like a it was a it was a a monumental event happened between me and him and I haven't I don't see myself as an aggressive person I don't know like I, I don't I hope I don't come across as like an angry person or never have. My like nose is still intact. You haven't beat me up yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, um, I always used to just keep it in. Mm. And I think that we, 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 we spoke about this before about, um, stress and how you need to have a vent for it. <clears throat> and if you don't, it can have some adverse side effects. And it's like, it's almost essentially you have a bucket and, uh, the bucket is, is your, is your soul, is your body. And then you've got glasses of water and the water's the stress and you're filling it and you're filling it and you're filling it. Eventually it will pour over and the bucket is no longer functioning as it should. But so what you need is a tap in there so you can just release that and so you can just handle. So it's a handle good it. analogy, I like that. Yeah, and the problem is it spilled over for me. And when it spilled over, that's uh, where the psoriasis came out because usually it's a genetic thing, but no one in my family really has it. So that was uh, quite a strange one. Because of that, mine was very aggressive. Right. Very aggressive, I would say. So, 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 do you think it had? You, you've already said it had, it had links to you and your dad's relationship. Oh, and it was bottling that. up. Yeah, it, it definitely was. That. was it yeah. was that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, it was a correlation. Was like a week later. Right. It came up. Um, and is, it is. It is. It is. It is so important to listen to your body, isn't it? It's so oh, hundred percent. Listen to what's going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent, man. I, I, the, 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 it's mind, body, and soul. You need to. You need to have that all together. If you don't, then you can't have just a great body, but your soul is not happy. Or things like that. So it needs to be a unison, a bit of everything, balance. Um, but yeah, so then that 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 sort of started spreading. Uh, GPs kept giving me the wrong medication, um, and believe it or not, I I went to the sex clinic, you know, the Marlborough Clinic. I in did indeed. Royal Free, yeah. It's frequented by a lot of Hampstead yeah, people. Every, uh, yeah, all of Hampstead. Like, do you know what was so weird? <laughs> when I used to go there and I used to see people who were like, oh, I'm not going to name any names right now. But it's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. What are you doing here? It's like, are you okay? Who you been with? <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. yeah. And so, Hello, and for the free condoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for the free condoms as well. It was great. Um, <laughs> so, first name basis for the doctors. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, so went went to, uh, went there and 
it got really awkward because I had a weird patch like near my gooch area. Mm. And I, I, I'm honest about everything. I'll tell you where, where everything is. And so, um, uh, you know, they're doing the little checkup thing. And the doctor's like, what's that? And I was like, oh, I don't know. The GP said it's just, um, just what's it called? Eczema. And um, they, uh, they were like, uh, give me one second. Let me, let me come back. And he goes where he comes back. He goes, can I bring a colleague here to come have a look? I'm like, mm, okay. A colleague comes in. There's now two people looking at my bits. I'm just sitting there laying down like, yeah, this is great. The second doctor was a female doctor as well, which wasn't great. But I was like, okay, it's fine. The doctor's okay. Next thing you know, by the end, long story short, there's like three doctors in the room at this point. Three extra doctors, so like five all together. All looking, and they all come to the conclusion. It's like, you have psoriasis. I was like, cool. Don't know what that is. Right. And they're like, uh, it's a chronic condition, and it's a, it's a skin condition. I was like, yeah, I still don't know what that means. And they're like, basically, you have this for life. Um, well-maintained, but it can spread, blah, 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 blah. And that was the first time I ever got diagnosed, even though I was seeing the GP for about two years. Wow. And they kept saying, no, it's just eczema, it's eczema. It's nothing. And then they referred me to other hospitals and then I got mistreated in other hospitals, got hospitalized a couple of times, um, almost died at one point. My, Serious? Yeah, yeah. So my uh, they gave me the wrong medication and uh, um, you're, you have these things called... Um, adrenal glands yeah. which sit on top of your kidneys mine completely shut down yeah which you need them as part of your endocrine system you yeah. need to live so mine completely shut down so i had to go on hormone replacement therapy jesus yeah yeah didn't know i just i swelled up massively you can even see here can you see all these stretch marks yeah yeah, yeah. okay yep so it looks like lightning bolts going up my arm uh-huh. that's part of the symptom of it and i didn't know i was just swelling up i was sleeping for like 18 hours a day it was insane i, I was what were you in the hospital or are you at home I was at home and I was getting really, really tired. I was just falling asleep everywhere. I'll be out with people and I'll be like, guys, um, like we'll be walking and I would have to stop. And I'll be like, I have to sit down and take a nap. I can't control it. I'm, I'm about to collapse. Jesus. And I'd have to take a nap, 20 minutes, be up and, excuse me, I'll have to keep going. And that was, and that was because of the medication, the medication yeah. you were on that wasn't right for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And then um, I went to another hospital and they saw me and they're like, they done some blood tests they're like yo yo, yo we, we need to do a check on you because i'm worried that it could be this and they checked my adrenal glands they kept me in hospital a couple of days um done all the, done all the tests they're like yeah you, you could have died from this if it could have gone on any longer um you need your adrenal glands mm. and they told me that was going to be chronic and that was never going to fix but luckily yeah started back up i'm off the um tablets for the hormone replacement thing okay and so that has gone away and now I've gotten a good treatment plan. This, by the way, we're talking like years later. Um, this is like what, what age were you? When when when, the, the when I started getting good treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say twenty four. So you had you had like five years of oh shit, man. ifs buts. Yeah, yeah, let's try this. Let's not try this. I think the first time I became bedbound was the hardest time. What age was that? I think that was uh, twenty one, twenty two. I'm bedbound being. What what does what does bedbound mean? As in what what are the covered head to toe uh, in psoriasis? Yeah, yeah, right. Well, okay. head to toe completely covered mm. um, to the point where you can't walk, can't sleep, can't do anything. Mm. Yeah, toenails fell off. Psoriasis on your eyelids. Jeez, wake up, eyes are basically sealed shut. It's weird. Really? Yeah. My God. Bits completely covered. Butthole covered. Do you know what taking a shit is like when you've got psoriasis in your butthole? So every time you poo, it splits. Because mm-hmm. the only way I can explain how, how it feels like to have psoriasis is um, uh, so the feeling of it is like having you know what a paper cut feels like mm-hmm. imagine having that all over your body it's really annoying when it's bad um, and the reason why it's so bad is because your skin is like a rubber band right it's elastic it moves our skin moves everywhere we go but have you ever had a really old rubber band that goes really hard and when you pull it it breaks yeah <clears throat> you have that all over your body because wow. you get huge scabs so then what happens is um anytime you make a movement there's no elasticity so it rips and it rips down into like the flesh kind of thing so any movement you make there's just like tear 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 so i would wake up in bed and there'd just be blood all over the bed so and, how do you um, how do you how did you 
cope or deal with that? What what was what was the the method of I don't know? Do you have, do you have to lubricate it somehow? Do you have to does cream calm yeah, it down? Yeah, you just there? live you live in moisturizer. I lived in the, the only time where I had some sort of peace was when I was in uh, when I would take a bath. Right. Yeah, sit in the bath, just float there in the bath, and I'd fall asleep in the bath, mm-hmm. and loads of coconut oil in the bath, and bath salts and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, couldn't exercise, couldn't do anything like that because your sweat contains salt. So then it's like pouring uh, lemon juice on an open wound. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't oh great. Goodness. My last, my last um, bed bound stint was, I think it was last year. Yeah, it was last year. Um, six months. And Six months of the period of time where you're... When I was bed bound, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Um, and that one was a bit easier to deal with because I'd already experienced it. So I kind of knew what was coming. Um... But yeah, that was pretty bad though. That was actually really bad. Mm. Really bad. Couldn't wear any clothes, couldn't do anything. Um and yeah. What what um what advice would you give to someone who is potentially going into that um state of, of, of being bedbound? How yeah, how really. how do you how do you mentally prepare for that? How do you accept it? Just accept it, yeah? Accept it. Okay. There's the only thing the advice I give to people, like is because I have a, a YouTube channel where I talk about psoriasis and stuff like that um the advice i give to people is uh don't fight it don't try and cure it accept it the quicker you can accept it and get over the fact that this is my life now this is how it's going to be for the rest of my life the happier you'll be because mm. you, you stop worrying yeah right and then you're like okay cool now i'm going to adjust and work around it so that it doesn't define you and so you're like my life isn't psoriasis my life is how i want it to be it's just I've lived my life and I've got psoriasis as opposed okay. to my life is this. Kind literally, of thing. literally, Jassim Ahmed equals psoriasis. It's not that, is no, it? No, 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 no. Yeah. It's Jassim Ahmed is Jassim Ahmed. Oh, but he also has psoriasis. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so. That's a good, that's, that's, that's a good mental state to be in, I think. To, yeah, to, man. To help, to help yourself. Yeah, embrace it. Like, like I think that one of the most requested videos, which I haven't made yet because it's a hard topic to, to talk about, is... Um, relationships and sex and love and psoriasis because we we live in this digital jungle where now like meeting someone is a swipe of a finger based on looks that's all it is it's based on looks how deep (laughs) how deep yeah exactly (laughs) yeah so how real when you're trying to get people to look at like how beautiful you are on the inside because the exterior is a bit whatever how can you do that when it's a swipe of the finger I mean, are you are you are you even after that person anyway? If they're if they're just looking at the exterior, I mean, if you, you know what I mean. But you, if you go on Tinder, then you kind of, you know, yeah. Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, the the list goes on. Everyone's on them because no one has time to go out and do the traditional, old school parents' way of meeting up with someone. Um, uh, yeah, it's 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 tough. Because what I did was I just fully embraced it, found pictures of myself that was quite good, covered up quite well. Um, so it's just my face. And whenever I did match with anyone, I would send them the pictures of me at my worst. When in our first conversation, I'm like, hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. So tell me about yourself. And they say, oh, I have psoriasis. Just letting you know. Okay, cool. Um, it gets quite bad. And so here's what I look like. So I will send pictures of myself in my boxes. So it's not exactly the dick pics that a lot of people traditionally get on uh, yeah. Tinder and stuff like that. This, Skin um, pics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is uh, Swass's pics. And so look at my flakes, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send them the pictures and it either goes in one or two ways. They see the pictures and delete me without even saying anything. Or they say, oh my God, that's really bad. Are you okay? For example, with... Um, Serena, my missus, we, uh, when we first met, we didn't meet on any app. We met salsa dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't actually take anything further for a while. We were just talking on WhatsApp for ages after we had met. And then I laid everything out to her. I said, look, this is what I look like at my worst, blah, 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 blah. Letting you know, especially when we, we had been seeing each other for a little bit and we were going to take it into a relationship. I said, okay do you understand that there will be points in my life where I will become bedbound and I will have to rely on you? And you have a choice now to walk away because I like that upfront, open, honest. Yeah. 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 Because I'd rather we split apart now while there isn't as much attachment 
then a couple of years later you can't handle it because I'm being serious it's it's shit like I'm bed bound for six months financially I cannot work I cannot do anything and I'm basically a giant baby mm. um, I can't cook can't do anything I feel like I know I know it's um I know I don't mind sound quite weird but I I I feel like going into a relationship if you if you um if you kind of lay out the foundations of look th- th- this is this is me at my worst this is how it gets yep. my worst day then i f- i feel like that's 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 a good thing for someone to judge if they can have that as you know their worst day as well you know what i mean oh 100% i i i R- think rather than this like oh i'm good i'm, yeah, I'm yeah, really yeah, great yeah, yeah. i'm you know i'm, yeah, 100%. I'm 100% together man well, you're not when we you first need to know how yeah, exactly when we first together. got together my psoriasis started flaring up um i had lost a job so i had no money my health was pretty shit Everything wasn't really going well, which I think is the best time to meet someone mm. because then it's like you have nothing but each other, mm. right? You haven't got any material objects. You haven't got any money. You haven't got this. Like our, our first date was, um, well, it's not a first date, but like our, even for our anniversary was is that's KFC yeah, yeah. just because we're like, we don't want to spend the money because we're mm. so used to like not having money. Um, and we started our relationship with the bar real low. <laughs> like real low there was Things no fancy restaurants there were no better. exactly exactly so um and, that, and 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 that's the thing there will there will there will undoubtedly be those times where things are undeniably crap and awful yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's i think i think i think it's how you're in a deal with those times and how you're in those times exactly how, and if you and if things can go last you know yeah if you go through the shit times first you know you're going to survive because when things get better you're like oh my god we could enjoy each other's time hmm. this is great we're not dealing with all this other crap um, and if you can still stay happy with each other during the, the, the shit turbulent times, everything's kind of works out. But mm. I don't know. I think a lot of people find it. Like, it's very sad when I see people that come to me and he was like, there's a guy, won't name his name. Um, he messaged me and he was like 40 something years old. He's never been with a woman, never done anything. He just asked me for tips because he's too ashamed to show himself. Because, and... It's, I made a video on this once. I, I, I called it um, Trapped in My Skin. And it's people literally being trapped in their own skin. They have this life because it doesn't affect you mentally, really. It doesn't affect your personality. Well, it does, inadvertently. Yeah. But like, you are not a different person. It's just you can't do certain things because of literally the, the, the skin you're in, which is a weird, a weird thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Change your mind. What other... What other um... What are the questions you often get asked from people? What are the most common kind of, or what are the ones where you've been asked something where you've been like, oh God, actually, I'm not sure. Or ones you've had to like think, really like contemplate and think about. And... Kids. Hmm. Kids one. I think that was a big one. The fact that <clears throat> when the doctors told me, which I only found out recently, my children will have a 50% chance of being born with psoriasis. 50% chance. Mm. That's that's a that's quite a fair it's number. A toss. That's a yeah, it's a little tail, isn't toss, it? yeah. Mm. And I made the decision. And you know, I love kids. I used to be a manny. I used to do all that kind of stuff. I used to look after kids. I, I taught like um uh art lessons and like a little nursery crash thing. Like I used to, I love children. I always wanted children. So that was a big thing for me because I know what the feeling is like. I know what the pain is like, but I'm an adult so I can deal with it. I can express my emotion. I can I can tell people this is how I'm feeling. This is how I'm not feeling. A child can't. A baby can't. It's just and and the children can't have the medications that I have because it's it's too toxic for a child. Um. So I made the decision. No, I'm not gonna have children. I can't I can't subject a child to that. And everyone's like, oh, you're selfish. But who knows? Anything can happen. I was like, yes, anything can happen. You can have a child, and the child can be born with whatever it is. But you don't know. It's when you're given the statistic, when you're given the probability, it's a 50% chance. I am making that decision. And so when people who, who, who fight against me say, oh, why, why would you do that? I'll say, okay, fine, cool. Let's say, look at every single one of your worldly possessions, all the money in your bank account right now, and your car, and everything. I want you to flip a coin with me. Heads, I get everything that you have. Tails, you lose it. Would you do that bet? Would you set the risk, yeah. And they're like, fuck no. I'm like, wow. So you aren't willing to risk your material objects, which you can buy again. You can earn it again. But you're willing to risk the happiness, the eternal happiness of a human of being. human life, yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. For your own selfish desire to have a child. 
That's, that's your choice. The child isn't asking to be born. The child isn't, doesn't exist. You are bringing the child into this world because of a selfish reason, because you want a child. Well, that's the... And, the, and, yeah. and I, think, I think where you... Where, where people deem you as selfish for having that view, I actually think it's the opposite. I think it's the complete opposite. You're actually being a really uh, analytical, compassionate, understanding human being, realising that actually you, 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 you might subject a child unbeknowingly to this But it's also because of condition. how we've been brought up in this world. Hmm. I think that... Um, has the camera gone off? You teach me about this ISO thing so What's iso is just uh light? it's automatic it's like artificial light that mm. it puts into it okay so it brightens up the space problem is though put too much iso and it becomes super grainy right which you can use as like a nice artistic flair to it mm. like an old french movie with a nice film grain on the background <laughs> um we were, we, were, we were talking about, yeah, we were saying that it was uh, actually, although people say it's selfish of you, it's actually a really unselfish thing because it's a very, you know, compassionate, analytical, you've actually, you've actually fully understood that it was, you know, that, that, that you may, you know, put this thing on a child. Yeah, un- yeah, exactly. Unbeknowingly. You know? Yeah, 100%. Um, but again, because people just desire the child. It's like, I don't care what happens. I'm having a child. They don't actually think about the consequences of having a child. Like, I refuse to have a child unless I owned a house. I refuse to have a child unless I had a solid foundation. Why? Because I I don't want to have to constantly keep moving. I don't want to be renting a place and have the child then. Something happens, landlord says, oh, the flat's got to go. You've got to go here, you've got to go there. And it's, it's unfair to the child. You want to, I want the child to have the same sort of childhood that we had. Yeah. You know, we had, a, like, if you think about it, We've known each other since we were 11, 12. Mm-hmm. You can't get there if you're always moving around. Right. This conversation would never have happened. Exactly. And I want that because I loved my childhood. Childhood was great. I feel like, yeah, I feel like, I feel like people don't really take into consideration what it is to have a kid and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the of course. responsibility, <clears throat> the, you know, the like circumstances that it. Financially, it's insane. Yeah, right. Like we, 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 the thing is, I hate to talk about money, but we are we live in a capitalist society. Financially, yeah, it's, it's, part, uh, it's 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 our society. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, it's it's financially, children are are a big big thing. Yeah. Um, and you have to if you want to have a child and you're not that financially secure, you have to sacrifice a lot of things. Am I willing to make those sacrifices right now? No. No. Why? You, you were talking before that you you're saying you've got a lot of. A lot of things still to do. Yeah, I think I think that one of the one of the benefits of uh, of of suddenly deciding that we're no longer going to have kids, or we might do, we might adopt. We want to adopt, but now we have a weight has been lifted off our shoulders because you think about yourself. What does society tell you you have to be to be a successful adult? You need to have a mortgage. You need to have a good job, stable job. You need to have a family. You need to have kids. You got those things, you're doing well. But let's think about that. Break it down. You need to have a, a mortgage. You need to be in debt of about debt. half a million pounds. Yeah. Like in London, you're looking at about half a million pounds for probably more, for, or million. probably more. Yeah, um, which none of us can afford. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, um, and then oh, my cat's gonna walk on could be a cat on a keyboard situation. Yeah, no, no, no. Let's could move, be a cat on a keyboard. And go that way. There we go. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, being half a million pound debt. Have a stable job. Be in a job that you're in for ages, day in, day out. Which is boring. Then coronavirus comes. Then coronavirus comes. Life destroyed. Um, and, you know, it's, it's... I feel like we've all been lied to in terms of what is a, a successful adult. And everyone's conforming to this one idea, which is quite an old school idea. Well, you don't need that to be successful. Like I can, I can meet someone who, you know, you can have two people in a room. One person could have a multi-million pound business, multi-billion, forget it. But they work seven days a week. Yes, they've got the flash cars. Yes, they've got the great house and all this kind of stuff. They might go on holiday here and there, luxury holiday. But they're working seven days a week. 
to get this business going, which is sometimes what you need to do. And then I could have someone sitting right next to them who hasn't got any of that. It's got a standard job, they work, but they've traveled the world. They're like, I've swam with dolphins, I've built a school in Africa, I've, you know, helped baby turtles get back into the sea and things like that and travel the world. And it's like, oh, I've climbed this glacier, I've done this. I'll be like, I want to chat to you. Yeah, right. Like, you have got life experience, which is just, it's priceless. Well, no, it costs a lot of money to go traveling, but it's, well, the, the memories depends, are priceless. Depends yeah, yeah. how you do it. I mean, exactly. You do a shoestring or yeah, you, could, you can. can go lavish. You know. um, the, 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 the memories are, are, are priceless. And I'd be like, you have lived such a colorful whole, life, whole yeah. colorful life, full of adventure. Nothing's the same. Instead of this monotonous like rat race that we're doing, wake up, same thing, same thing. Wake up, go to work, come home. Wake up, go to work, come home. As opposed to like being free and doing whatever the fuck you like mm. is... Amazing, which is why the only reason why we're striving to earn money is not for the traditional sense of of, of buying nice stuff. Um, it's so that we have time experience. to do things that we want to do. Mm. Money for me gives me time and freedom to be able to go traveling, to be able to, you know, do this other stuff. Like we, we're so frugal with our money to the point where we decide that we don't want to buy candles we're going to make our own just because it's cheaper great and it's an experience yeah. experience, it's experience yeah. it too, you know what I mean? exactly um if you have the time to do it which yeah just in my personal opinion is the most valuable commodity on this earth like yeah it's prized I time think. of course 100 100 percent. it's um it's precious and unfortunately it gets shorter and shorter as you as you go on yeah it's um because you're, you're, you're going to make the most of it while you when you have the chance eh? yeah and also because of the the it's also the general feeling of how long a year lasts because you know if you're you know, when you're younger, the summer holidays felt like they lasted forever. Yeah. And now, four months has just gone by with the lockdown. Feels like that. Mm. So nothing. It's because as you get older, that, that, that time frame gets shorter and shorter. So if between one and two years old, you've lived in one year 50% of your entire life. So that will feel like a fucking eternity. Mm. But then as you get older, it's like it's a fifth, it's a tenth, it's a twentieth. It's just shorter and shorter each year in terms of actual feeling of time. So, yeah, time is of the essence at the moment. Absolutely, it's a good. It's a good thing you said as well that you can adopt. That's. I think. I think it's a good. Why? Why adoption? Why? Why has that taken your imagination? What are the reasons for that? World's already overpopulated. Mm. There's a lot of kids that don't have a home. It would be silly of us to try and do the whole like IVF or try to. Like if we couldn't have a baby and we try to like you know go to a geneticist and do all this kind of stuff to see what they can do, medicine's crazy nowadays. I don't know what they'll be able to do. Forget that. Adopt. There are kids that need a home, even newborns. Newborns that you can adopt a newborn. For people who have a child, they're like, I don't want to keep it. Okay. Mm. Cool. We want a baby. We'll take the baby. I feel like it's it's you know if you if you if you feel like you've got that loving home to give. Yeah. Then I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, people have kids selfishly. Man, I've seen people have kids that should not be having children. And I don't know why they have kids. Um, like, and it's like they don't care. I, I feel like they just see it as a, as a thing. Status symbol. Uh, yeah. It's a thing you're supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. Without thought. It was weird because I, I, was, I was working in Doncaster recently and I was living with someone who was she was she was young man she was like 20 and she was in a pretty crappy relationship with someone and she was drinking and smoking and all this kind of stuff then she got pregnant and she was still drinking and smoking and taking coke and things like that and i'm like why 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 are you why are you having a baby for yeah and she's like i don't know because it's a baby in it i'm like but do you really want a baby? Do you understand what goes into having a baby? Or how much of, like, all this stuff you have to stop. Like, I've still got a pack of cigarettes in, in, in the other room though I stopped smoking. I vape now. Because I took them off. I was like, while I live here, you, you can't smoke. Like, it's, it's not right. It's wrong. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's just... I feel like having a child is a luxury in today's day and age. Mm. If you're able to financially support a child while still have the freedoms of living your life and being happy that is a luxury you have to have a pretty yeah 
you know, a stable life. It almost, it, it almost kind of seems you have to like sacrifice one for the other. I think, or you have to, you know, give parts of. Oh know. yeah, mm. you want to see the world, travel the world. Can't do that. Yeah, not if you've got a baby. Mm. I mean, you can, you can live that nomadic lifestyle still with the children, but then you're sacrificing the fact of having stable friendships for the child. Yeah. I mean, what do you? value more yes the child will become more social because they'll meet tons of people from around the world all different cultures will be great but where's the stable relationships in their life interesting mm. they wouldn't have that and i think that those those bonds are so important yeah like my bond with um you know my, my, my little clique you know abdul and eric tendai joe those guys um Josh, all, all from hamster school. I wouldn't trade them for the world. Yeah, I, I've been best friends with them since we year, year seven. Still to this day, we chat to each other every single day. Yeah, they're closer than to me than to my I am to my own family. Yeah. So, and I couldn't imagine a life without them. Yeah, right. If you know what I mean. I watched a, a film recently called Captain Fantastic. Have you watched that film? I've heard about that. So very, very, very good film, and it's it's basically about this this guy, and he has a family that grew up that grew up an alternative lifestyle in the woods, and yeah. they do that thing, and something happens where they need to go back into mainstream society, if you like, yeah. And their transition is really hard and interesting, and I I can remember at the start watching it thinking, my God, that would be great having a family in the woods, and, yeah, you know, brilliant. But then th- this this mindset also kind of took over. This like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, they've done that, but then they haven't haven't really. They haven't, really, they haven't really had the exposure to, yeah. you know, groups of people, different walks of life. They haven't, they haven't, yeah. they haven't made those. Yeah. La- they've, got, they've got a family connection, but they haven't mm-hmm. made those lasting connections. No, no, no that, for sure. Um, so it's yeah. important. Mm, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah, definitely speaking. But yeah, that that was a long tangent of the uh, most tough question I got asked yeah. of um, about psoriasis. Yeah, good. But yeah, no children. Mm. It's a tough one. Tell me about. Or tell us about the Human Library. Ah, okay. So um, the Human Library is a charity organization um, run by a company called Nova. And um, it's basically, as it sounds, it's a human library. So you think about it, when you go to a library, you have the librarian there. And uh, you have all the books on the shelves. But in this instance, what you have is um, a load of tables set out. And a load of people sat at the tables with like a little ribbon on them that says, I'm a book. And then the librarian has a list of all the books that are there. So they'll have to, you choose the title they want. So mine is like living with psoriasis. Then you have someone that will be like, I'm a Satanist or someone that's I'm a neo-Nazi or someone that's I'm transgender or lots and lots of different topics from all walks of life. You walk up to the librarian, be like, I'd like to take out this book, please. She'll walk you over, sit you down with the book. She reads like this little list off being like, please take care of your book. You can't take the book home, blah, 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 blah. Um, don't damage the books and things like that. And you sit down on the table with this person and you just chat for 15 to 20 minutes. It sounds like you can be guaranteed you won't fall asleep in this library. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> and it's it's really interesting because you can learn a lot. Like I, I was talking to uh, uh, Ben, um, the Satanist who was there. And man, I learned so much about Satanism. It's cool as fuck. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like it. Before I, I, yeah, yeah. I only read. I think they're like ten opening, whatever it is, and it yeah. doesn't sound. It doesn't sound dread like I, as I said before. I was imagining like, you yeah. know, hell, high water, bats sacrificing. Yeah. No, it's no, not, not even. He told me that a lot of the stuff they use just to troll the media. Oh right, <laughs> yeah, He's like, yeah. A lot of the stuff we just do just to piss out people. Mm. I was like, oh, jokes, mm. okay. But yeah, no, it's 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 a great. I think it's great. And then the neo-Nazi that was an interesting one. Really? Yeah. And then the uh the the transgender one was interesting because she was so open to to be, th- this is the nice thing about the human library. You can ask people anything. Like <laughs> I asked her what is it like having a wank? Because mm. you've gone from having a penis to now a vagina. Yeah. And you know, she elaborated, yeah, it's amazing. It's like it's the best thing about it. Like the sex is just completely different. Um and you can ask weird, intimate questions like that, and you, which you'd normally be like, oh, "Am I allowed to ask?" It's like that's like my inside voice that yeah. thinks that I'm not allowed to. to... I love, I love the sound, the openness. That to me yeah, yeah, amazing. yeah, exactly. Like people have asked me when they sat down, they're like, "Yo, man, do you mind if I ask you a personal question?" I'm like, "Yeah." Did you get in a dick? I'm like, 
yeah it covers my whole body bro they're like oh no and i'm like yeah yeah shit it's bad i like that it's though bad. it's yeah. really good the open the, the openness of it yeah man I, I think that people are always a bit too afraid to ask questions nowadays we live in a very pc world right now yeah very like a bit i don't really like how pc is becoming everyone's afraid to say anything now mm. i'm like why are people so scared to say anything now it's like oh you're offending me for this oh you're offending me for that it's like you can't say it because I'm offended. Yeah, it's like, relax, man. Watch some South Park. Like, I'm watch- yeah. You want to be offended? Watch some South Park. That's what I love about South Park. No one can touch that. Have you seen, like, because um, at the moment with the um, with the Black Lives Matter movement, which is a great movement, um, I do support it, but, like, I think that there are some aspects of it where, like, the fact that they're cancelling all the TV shows, yes, granted, a lot of them were a bit but, but the thing is, though, they take the piss out of everyone. That's yeah. like like no one can touch South Park, in my opinion, because they literally rip on everyone that no one could be like, oh, you're not allowed with me. It's like, yes, we can because we rip on everyone. And because they rip on everyone, it's weird because they're so racist to everyone. They're not racist. Does that make sense? It's like non-discriminately okay. going to take the piss out of everyone. Mm. Right. So no one's safe. Right. Which I think is brilliant. Mm. And I, I would never want that to stop. Mm. It's great. Take this at me. Jokes. Yeah, you need. You, I think. I think. I think a world without satire and a world without. Yeah, man. You know, that'd be so sad. Very boring. Yeah. Very. What would happen to Frankie Boyle? Uh, exactly. You're right. Or Jimmy Carr. Anybody who can go on BBC and talk about the Queen's vagina and yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just fantastic. I mean, he got sacked for it, but yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the fact he can do it. Exactly. Great. Exactly. Yeah. But I don't know, man. But uh, yeah. I like it when people ask me um, intimate questions because I know they're thinking it. Right. And I'd rather they be upfront with me and just say, hey, I'm thinking this. Yeah. Can you tell me? Mm. I'd be like, yeah, cool, go for it. Mm. Fair enough, a lot of people do get embarrassed and they're like, oh yeah, you shouldn't be asking that kind of question. But if you got it, tell people. If you're thinking it. Just be like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, right. it, it almost kind of um, zips back to that to what we were saying at the start about the whole repressing of things. You know, if you if 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 these questions in you are genuine and they're and 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 they're ones you want to know, yeah. Rather than push them down, if you're if you're in a in a, in a space in a place where you're amongst someone and you can do that, then ask or just ask anyway. Ask in general. Fair enough. With with like sometimes you've got to choose the people you ask them to, but yeah, don't be afraid to ask. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, don't be afraid to ask. Um, and it doesn't even have to be about like. I mean, just asking in general. It doesn't have to be about certain particular topics. Actually, I did a YouTube video on this. Um, it's on my uh, This is a Butterfly wing video. Mm. Where I would look... I, I, we used to look into... Um, you know when you go to the Natrition Museum and there's that um, place where you can see all like the, uh, uh, the officials like looking at all the different sample pieces and the vaults and things like that. I sent them an email and I was like, hey, my missus is doing a piece on butterflies. Am I allowed to have a look at your archive? And they're like, yeah, sure, come. Great. I was like, what? You lost the question, eh? Yeah, and they're like, yeah, went in there and then they brought out all the pieces where I was able to do this crazy micro macro photography on them and it was insane. And I was like, this is mad, I didn't know I could do this. They're like, yeah. you just have to ask. Just ask. I'm like, wow, okay, cool. Just ask. Ask and you shall receive. Yeah, ask and you shall receive. And look, what's the worst that could happen? If, if you're thinking like, is it cheeky to ask this? Just ask. It will either go in two ways, either yes or no. If it's a no, nothing's changing your life. If it's a yes, then great. It's a positive. Yeah, right. That's it. Nothing's changed. You won't know until you ask. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to finish on or say about psoriasis or about anything in general? Because if not, that was perfect. Yeah. Um, About psoriasis. Um... The misconceptions of psoriasis. Okay. It's not a skin disease. It does affect the skin, but it's actually an immune disease. Um, and yeah, it, it affects multiple different types of body. So if you do see someone with lots of patches and all that kind of stuff, just realize that it's not. Don't always stare. Mm. Get annoying. And if you are staring, ask them, what is that? Ah. Instead of just sitting there and pointing and staring, ask them. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Okay. yeah. Exactly. It's like, excuse me, I'm really curious. What is that? I'm like, oh, I've got psoriasis. Oh, psoriasis. I know someone that's got psoriasis. 
Ask them. Hmm. Don't just stir it because when you stir, then you then you then, yeah. then you almost humanize. You know, yeah, humanize the thing, the person, because they yeah, are obviously human. But it's not like they're they're just a thing with this autoimmune disease. Yeah. it's like no, no, they're still a human, still a person. Exactly. Just 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 ask me. Um, and one thing that it's a pet peeve of mine, but I feel like such a dick saying it. It's when someone has a condition. I've, I've, I've got psoriasis. The amount of times that people message me, be like, "Oh man, I know the cure for this." Yo, have you tried this? Have you tried that? Yo, like, you need to go vegan for this. Or yo, you need to do this. Oh, yeah, I should, you know, someone told me I should piss on myself. <laughs> I'm not joking. Someone told me that pee is is the cure. Pee on yourself and it'll be fine. Um, <sighs> or breast milk. I'm like, yeah, because I'm gonna get breast milk. Like from yeah, yeah of course, yeah. That's, that's, that makes sense. Um. Just read the comments on my, my videos. You'll see this everywhere. Okay. Um, yeah. Just assume that we've looked at everything. Mm. I live with it seven days a week. You've just heard of it. You've done a quick YouTube or a quick Google. And you're like, yo, have you tried this? Yes. <laughs> yo, have you tried this? Yes, I have. No, but really, 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 you should try this. Okay. I'm living with it. I know. Yeah. I've been living with it for a while. Um, so for my, for my say so though, you've got, you've got an amazing outlook with it and it, because it sounds like you're living with it and, uh, rather than against it and trying to fight it, you know, you've, you've, it, it, it seems like you've embraced the thing. As far as this is in a way saved my life. Really? Yeah. How? Cause it changed my outlook on life. Wow. Massively because it forced me to be one with my emotions and control it. Wow. Because psoriasis and stress go hand in hand. If you stress out, the psoriasis gets worse. If the psoriasis gets worse, you stress out even more. So it's a vicious cycle. Mm. So you have to learn to control your emotions and learn to roll with your emotions and learn to be positive and not get stressed out. You you stop getting stressed out at, at life, at like normal things in life. Because when you're going through like a bad flare up and you're bed bound, the only thing you want to do in life is basically wear a t-shirt or get more than two hours sleep a night if you can get that. So... The little things in life, like putting on a t-shirt or like just getting a full night's sleep or being able to go out and walk is like, oh my God, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. And then, so everything else in life, you're just like, people are stressing out, oh, do I have any money? It's like, I don't care. I can put a t-shirt on. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh no, like, like this has happened. It's like, I don't care. I slept today. My bloody third nail's cracked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Ex can't go down to pub for a exactly. beer. <laughs> oh, I lost my job. It's like, oh, great. I got out of bed. Yeah, right. Well, kind of thing. So you stop giving a shit about a lot of things. You start looking at life. You're like, wait a second. I don't care about this stuff anymore. Well, I do, but it doesn't bother me anymore. Like, it, it could you. be yeah, right. worse. Like, it could be so much worse. And I've learned to just become happy now. It's just happy all the time. Well, I'm not happy all the time. Obviously, I get sad and depressed and psoriasis gets to me a bit sometimes. But, but it's, it's but it's but it's being in tune and in touch with those emotions, with those yeah, things, just allowing them to fully yeah. I feel know, like a lot express. of people hide their emotions, especially because of the, this digital age where you need to have this pristine life on Instagram or mm. TikTok or Snapchat, and you're showing off this false persona of yourself. Whereas me, I go on Instagram, I'll show myself all fucked up and stuff. I'll be like, I'm unemployed at the moment. Yeah, yeah I've got no money. Yeah, why? Because it's me. I don't care. Mm. I've, I'm embracing. I don't care what people think about me. Dress how I dress, talk how I talk, and just whatever. Don't like it, cool. <laughs> I've got friends already. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> like, that's the thing. So it's, um, yeah, it's eye-opening. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's happened. Mm. Glad it's happened. I kind of wish it could go away forever. Okay. But um, I like that I've, I've still got some scars on my body. Yeah. Like I've got scars dotted all on my body because it makes me remember where I've come from because you don't know where you're going unless you know where you've come from kind of thing you don't know where you're going okay mm. I think the sun's on my side today I got a lease of life I feel okay need to call around get them all out jump in the car and get on the way cause there's love and the strength in numbers they can try but they're never gonna run us down Loud, it's like we're on a come up fifth gear, but they're never gonna race us. Down, down.
the riverside Crack them open, pass around the light Breathe it in and out, bring our gods down Yeah, this is ours for the day and the night Cause there's love and there's strength in numbers They can try, but they're never gonna run us Down, down Speakers loud, it's like we're on a come up Fifth gear, but they're never gonna race us <laughs> 